Hi, this is the Let's Train Your Brain podcast, a podcast that encourages you to reflect, grow, and expand your mental toolbox. My name is Annie Ursta, and I am the host of this podcast. I'm a certified life coach with a background in psychology, and my purpose is to help people transform their mindset for the better. This podcast is made for you that are open and willing to grow and curious to learn more about how the mind works. Sounds interesting? Well, let's get right to it. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the seventh episode of the Let's Train Your Brain podcast. Thank you for joining me today as we're going to enter the last episode about hormones. So as you've already seen, I'm assuming this episode is called Endorphins and happiness. But let's get one thing straight first. Endorphins help us feel good about ourselves. It even works as a pain relief when we do something strenuous. I mean, who doesn't want to improve their self-esteem, help keep their mind straight, feeling less anxious? I know I want. Endorphins work to alleviate this and to keep it in check. But although they make they help us feel good, Happiness, I think, is more complicated than that. You might work out, get a massage, treat yourself with a nice dress for Thanksgiving that's about to happen in a couple weeks. But will this bring you happiness? I will say no. That itself will not bring you happiness. Losing 10 pounds will not even bring you happiness. Having sex every day won't bring you happiness. Running five miles every day won't bring you happiness. This might sound silly, of course, but please bear with me because I do have an important point here today, which is very much related to the link between endorphins and happiness. I think often that we forget that being happy is a feeling. But happiness can be explained a little bit differently. The How of Happiness researcher Sonia Lubomirsky, excuse me if I say that name incorrectly, but she describes happiness as probably one of the best definitions that I've come to see so far. She says, the experience of joy contentment or positive well-being combined with a sense that one's life is good, meaningful, and worthwhile, that is happiness. And to me, this really sounds different than just being happy or the way I feel happy about having my run. It feels more, I guess, wholesome. In psychology, we talk a lot about the mind, body, and spirit connection. For those who believe in God more often than not, will claim that it's more the mind, body, and soul connection. Regardless of what your belief is, I tend to look at humans from a more holistic perspective, meaning a more wholesome perspective. And that might be why Sonia's um, definition of happiness feels so right with me, in a sense. If you remember the last episode on serotonin, 
I talked about the connection between serotonin and our gut. And the same is for the mind, body, and spirit perspective. Just think of it. When you feel anxious, do you feel it in the gut as well? I know that I do. Because it's connected. You might be wondering, why am I bringing this up? I want you to understand that our psyche, with our thoughts, emotions, it has a great effect on the functioning of our vitality and vitality of our body. This means that if you're feeling low, then sure, try to boost your hormones, but by doing stuff that makes you feel good, makes you feel loved, makes you feel accomplished. But please, for the love of God, don't forget to work on your inner healing. Meaning, happiness is found when you're in balance with your values. That means that doing healthy habits such as things I've already mentioned on this podcast, working out, meditation, listening to music you value, is a way to take care of your health because these are the things that makes you happy. You're in balance with your values. Some people are happy when they're drawing because that's something that's important for them. Other people feel happy when they're volunteering. And this is just how we are different, but it still can bring us the same feeling. Another thing is that happiness is found when you love yourself. When looking like this or achieving that isn't what makes you feel loved anymore. Sure, you feel proud and accomplished, but it's different loving yourself from simply being who you are. That's completely different. So happiness is also found when you love yourself. You might recall that I earlier said, oh, you're not going to find happiness by losing weight, by doing this, by doing that. And trust me, I can say that. When I lived in Hawaii, I lost some weight. It was cool, but then there's other things. <laughs> it's the inner healing working process that I talked about. The self-love that you'll feel doesn't come by doing this or doing that. That is something that comes first. You have to work on that first. If you can love yourself first, then sure, you can do all these other things, but you are still caring for yourself as who you are. Another thing is happiness is found when you stick to your boundaries. I have friends that are part of the LGBTQ plus community where families don't approve. But instead of suppressing their own self and who they are, they set boundaries with what they allow into their lives. Of course, this can be a traumatic and really shitty experience. And it's not necessarily that bringing happiness in itself, but being true to who we are brings us to a place where we feel at balance. And that part of feeling happiness, that's the part of feeling happiness and feeling whole. The last one is happiness is found when you have a sense of purpose, when you feel like your life is meaningful. I can highly relate to this. Although I have my business, I have a podcast that's weekly, I have a hard time with this because I've been used to working a lot from an early age, being an employee, and now being self-employed, 
I often can feel that my days are more blurred and I can easily ask myself questions, questions of, am I fulfilling my purpose? Am I calling? Am I doing it correctly? Am I on the right path? Because it's different. I'm in a different uh, period of time in my life than what I'm used to. I'm sharing this because I can work out and meditate all that I want. But if I feel that I'm not aligned completely with my calling and my purpose, then that will bother me and makes me feel less at peace. So I will mention all the different ones that I've gone through. The first is happiness is found when you're in balance with your values. Happiness is found when you love yourself. Happiness is found when you stick to your boundaries. And happiness is found when you have a sense of purpose. This is, I can only speak of my own experience as a life coach. And these are usually the, I guess you can call it bullet points that I go through with my clients. Because in the end, we, we do want to find happiness. We do want to find meaning. We do want to feel loved. So these bullet points are so important for happiness. And that's kind of where you see that, great, boost your endorphins, do fun things, but don't forget your inner healing part. Because you're going to live with yourself for a very long time. And I would love to see you be your best own that you're the one that you can count on, that you feel your self-love, that you know that you're worthy, that you know that you're loved. So now that we've talked about how endorphins are great, but although they are called the happy hormones, they're not necessarily bringing us into the state of happiness. So where does that take us? Well, I want you to genuinely ask yourself, and I've asked this questions earlier on in other podcast episodes because they're it's such an easy yet hard question. How have you been feeling lately? I don't want you to focus on the action you've taken or have not taken, but have you honored yourself with sticking to what you're saying? Have you been keeping the boundaries you have in your life? Are you being your true authentic self around others and not letting others define who you are? Do you feel whole that you're holding up to your values? You're spending time on what is important to you. If you generally say yes to most of this, that doesn't mean you will feel complete happiness. Sorry about that. But it means that if you have inner peace of knowing that you are where you should be, and that, my friend, brings the emotions of what happiness offers. Feelings of joy, contentment, and an overall positive well-being. I want to kind of go back to what I was saying, because I think it's easy, we can say this to kids, be who you are, be, do what you want to do when you grow up and be yourself. And, and then I think often reality kind of hits us and sometimes being who we are, it doesn't always feel like 
it's something that's going to fit in with people around us, with work, whatever. It's easier to not honor ourselves and people please. It's easier to just not be completely who you are because you fit more into the women box, the men box, whatever kind of box you want to go in. If you're from here, then you should be like this. And if you're doing that, then you should be like that. And stereotypes. Being who we are completely, fully, it's probably the greatest challenge in the world, as well as finding, <laughs> finding ourselves, one of them at least. But I want you to take that challenge. This doesn't mean you have to go from 1 to 100 over the weekend. This means that one step at a time, you're, bringing, you're being true to yourself. You're honoring yourself. You're being authentic. You're actually spending time on what is important to you. Nobody else tells you anymore what to do, what to say. You are in charge. If you can relate to this, relating to not always being able to, to to find this happiness, to do all the, not necessarily right things, but things that are right for you. I hope you know that you're not alone. Life is a lifelong journey. We do it ourselves as, as well as others. We change, adapt, and develop, and that's okay. You might feel as you ask yourself the questions that I mentioned that the boundaries you have might be outdated now. Maybe they were good last year, but now you feel that you need to set new boundaries. If that's the case, then first of all, I'm so happy for you. This means you gain new insight of what you see needs to change. Secondly, I want to encourage you to take action to feel aligned again. If that means telling your friends that you need to spend more time alone on the weekends or that you like to spend more quality time with your spouse, find a way to make it happen. Share and be honest. If you find it hard to know exactly what your values are, take some time and think about it. Values can also change. If you decipher something now, that doesn't mean that it's set in stone forever. If you're struggling with honoring yourself, by sticking to your word, maybe an accountability partner can help. It can be a friend. It can be a life coach or another type of coach. Or maybe you think a therapist would be a good idea or a psychologist. If you literally feel stuck in a winter season, then remember, seasons don't last forever. Unless you live in Hawaii, but that's not the point. Hmm. My friend, I hope this was beneficial for you today. I hope that you can take some time to think about what is important for you. Not your family, you. Only you. What is important for you? What are things that you want to do? How do you want to talk to yourself? How can you love yourself the best way possible? All the things we've talked about today. 
I want to thank you so much for joining today's episode and spending your valuable time tuning into the Let's Train Your Brain podcast today. I really hope this podcast can be a safe place where we can learn, grow, and reflect upon life because life is busy (laughs) very often. Busy is not necessarily a word that I like to use too much because it's all relative to how you look at it. But I know most people, they work eight hours a day. You might have children or you might do different hobbies, sports activities where you're busy. And sometimes life just kind of happens. We don't take the time to <clears throat> excuse me, sit down, reflect, keeping ourselves in check. And I hope this podcast can be a little break in a rather, I guess, busy life for you. The most important point today really is to understand that we're complex. Although endorphins can make, can make us happy, true happiness comes when we feel connected, grounded, and at peace with ourselves. Let me say that one more time. Although endorphins can make us happy, true happiness comes when we feel connected, grounded, and at peace with ourselves. And often when we are in a state of happiness, we also tend to make good choices. This is the Let's Train Your Brain podcast. You can find more information or if you have any questions, go to let's.train.your.brain on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you and I really hope that you know to be kind to yourself. Have a wonderful weekend and I'll see you next week.